Welcome to Australian Hiker, your Australian go-to hiking resource. We're your host, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 87 of the Australian Hiker Podcast, and this week's episode is Christmas Gifts for Hikers for 2018. It's that time of the year again when you start to look for presents for that hiking fanatic in your life, and maybe even it's you. In that case, just don't tell anyone what you're doing. Last year in episode 47, we discussed alternative Christmas gifts for hikers uh, that included more sentiment um, uh, without the commercial crassness, as well as identifying some commercial options. C- commercially crass options, is that what you mean? <laughs> I think so. Now, this year we're going to focus on the best and brightest that most hikers will be glad to find under their tree, ranging from the inexpensive to the grand jester. Have a listen to see if you can pick up any ideas. Now, if you go to the show notes on our webpage at www.australianhiker.com.au, uh, we'll have the links to all this product uh, and the reviews uh, for most of them. Um, and you can go through and read and get a bit more information rather than having to take take notes as you're listening. So, um, as I said, go to the show notes uh, and, and read the written version of this podcast. We've arranged these gift ideas in price categories and there's something to suit all budgets. And one thing we would say is that um, both Jill and I as keen hikers, if you're about to do the grand gesture and buy the most expensive thing you can find in the hiking store, really want to be careful to think about that and to make sure that the person you're planning on giving it to really wants that uh, that item. Uh, Buying a tent or buying a pack for a keen hiker who has very fixed ideas about what they want may not work out to be the best idea after all. But having said that, for a brand new hiker that hasn't got much idea, who's still looking at getting all their gear, um, they might be happy about anything that they're given. So um, you really want to think very carefully about what you're buying. And I think there's something in here about, you know, it's not just about... um the money it is about the gift and you know if if you wanted to spend a lot of money you could give a gift voucher um but i like uh receiving a thoughtful gift that perhaps isn't as expensive as uh what might be in a gift voucher so it is about the sentiment and it is about thinking about the individual um that will have the most impact so um as we go through bear that in mind too one thing I would say is that gift vouchers are always a, a good option for people uh, and that there are downsides to the gift vouchers is that in that people know how much you've spent um, and, and if you are going to do vouchers, try and find out where they usually buy all the gear. It's no good buying them a voucher to a store that they never go into and may not get much use out of. Uh, but at least this way you know that they're going to choose something that they uh, they really want. Last year in episode 47, we talked about uh, gifts that you didn't have to spend much money or any money on, really. And these were things like babysitting services, 
drop up, drop off and pick up services from the trailhead and an offer to go for a hike for some, with, uh, with someone who doesn't have a partner. Um, so I won't go too much into, into depth in those. If you want to have a bit more of a listen, go back and listen to episode 47. I, I still think that they're great options, um, particularly for, you know, people who don't want to spend a, mon- a lot of money or perhaps who can't, um, but want to have a big impact in their gift. Now, we're going to start off with gift ideas under $25. And this, for most people, is an affordable sort of present. Um, these days, with work workplaces, you often get uh, secret Santas. Um, and you know, the, 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 the dollar uh, pricing, uh, this sort of category would, would suit that quite well. Um, and certainly the things we're looking at in this category are things like books, um, and you can certainly buy much more expensive books, but there's quite a range of books in this category um, that will suit people quite well. For me, I read uh, technical books, and this includes things on trail design um, and um, trail signage. But I also love the uh, the typical sort of book that um, uh, that provides uh, a write up of inspirational journeys. Uh, so really with these ones, it helps to know what sort of um, reading matter that your hiker in your life likes, uh, but these are a good option. In the same sort of category, uh, we've also got things like DVDs, um, and probably the best known titles uh, in the DVD category is things like uh, A Walk in the Woods uh, and Wild. Uh, and these are things that non-hikers will also appreciate. And, and, yeah, and these days you can normally pick them up for under $20, either online or in stores. The other gift idea in this category is freeze-dried meals. Now, not every hiker is a user of freeze-dried meals. Uh, a lot of hikers prefer to uh, make their own. Um, but having said that, though, it's handy to have some of these just sitting in the cupboard or sitting in, in with your hiking gear. So for those times when you go hiking on the spur of the moment and you haven't got any meals prepared, um, it's easy just to grab one of these and, you, and you're right for, for your dinners. Um, from me, uh, I probably use, well, between Jill and I, we probably use about 50 to 60 of these a year. Uh, I mean, with the amount of hiking we do, we don't tend to prepare dinners on the trail. We tend to just use the commercial uh, products. It is more expensive, but it's also a lot more convenient as well. And these start at around about $11 per meal for the single meals. So what you could do is package a whole bunch together and and create a gift out of uh, freeze-dried meals. Uh, One thing I will comment here is that uh, it does help if you know people's tastes. I'm not a fan of fish-based meals, uh, but at least <laughs> That's I, for sure. I love to eat cooked fish, but I, I don't know. It's just something about the uh, the freeze-dried meals that just doesn't do it for me. So, yeah, know what your, your hiking and other uh, tends to like. Stove gas. If the hiker in your life uh, uh, is using a stove that it uses the canister gas, uh, and again, you do need to know this before you can give these sort of presents. Um, but gas is one of those um, uh, usable items that you always need to replace. Um, so I've got um, probably four or five canisters sitting in the garage at the moment. Um, uh, and I've just gone through and bought another one a couple of weeks ago. Um, I always like, particularly on the longer trip, starting off with a new canister and save the uh, the used canisters for the shorter overnight or one or two days sort of trips. Yeah, I think that's a that's a nice idea, um, and you know, quite accessible and uh, relatively inexpensive as well. 
The Cedar Summit X mug. So this is one of the collapsible silicon mugs that folds down, doesn't weigh a lot. Uh, priced in around about the $17 mark. Um, and um, it's I use one of these when I'm hiking with Jill uh, and we need to have two mugs. Um, and they, uh, they do suit the job quite well. They take up very little space. The GSI Cathole Trowel. Now, for the non-hikers out there, uh, when you dig a hole to uh, uh, go to the toilet or to, to bury your toilet waste, that's called a cathole. Um, and having a trowel on a, an overnight track or overnight trip is uh, is worth definitely worthwhile. Uh, and this is certainly my favourite uh, hiking trowel uh, at the moment. And that's priced at around about $11. And one last thing in this sort of category is something that we've produced ourselves is the Australian Hiker Day Hiking Gear Basics. Now, this is priced at around $4. It is aimed at new hikers. You know, if you're an experienced hiker, you're going to know a lot of this information already. But if you're just starting out and want a bit of basic information, uh, this is a good option for you. Now, the first gift idea in this category, uh, which is between the $25 to $50 mark, is the Qualo Silicon Rings. Uh, and these are silicon wedding bands, uh, and they're particularly aimed at, at those of us who, for work reasons, can't wear metal wedding bands. Uh, they're priced at around about the $35, although there is a, a range. So there's, some, there's some cheaper and some more expensive. And um, you know, for me, I used to do a lot of physical work, and I used to work outdoors for most of my life, uh, and twice I've almost ripped my finger off getting it caught up in machinery. Um, so I stopped wearing uh, a, a metal wedding band for a number of years. And this silicon band isn't likely to get caught in machinery or, or if it is, it's just going to, fall, it's going to fall apart rather than trying to take your finger with you. So it's a good option for those, uh, those of us who do work in, in physical environments. So, so these rings are a little bit industrial looking. I'm still getting used to Tim's. Um, you know, I think, I think it's okay, but as I said, I'm, I'd still prefer him to wear his wedding ring, um, but at least this way he's branded in some way. The next item in this category is the platypus cleaning kit for bladders and bottles. Uh, and I've, I'm, I tend to be a bladder user rather than a bottle user, uh, and it's really hard to keep um, all the dirt and grit out of the, the, the narrow tubes, and this sort of cleaning kit is, an, is ideal for doing that. Um, I had the misfortune of leaving my bladder sitting at the side of the sink for about four or five days, meaning to clean it. And because it was in direct sunlight, came I realised you know towards towards the end of that period, it had, it had grown a nice crop of mould inside it. Black black mould. Black mould. So <laughs> uh, you know it was well. I really did need the cleaning kit because that was the only way I was going to be able to get it out. Now we'll shift into gift ideas between the fifty and a hundred dollar mark. Um, and what probably the, a couple of the, the good ideas in this sort of category is some of the hiking magazines. And Australia has two very good uh, hiking-based magazines, in addition to some other outdoor magazines as well. But the two main ones are the Great Walks magazine and a one-year, seven-issue subscription will cost $84. Um, and Wild magazine and a one-year, six-issue subscription will cost around out around about $55. They're both very good magazines. They both do things in a slightly different way. Uh, I, I must admit I subscribe to both of them and I enjoy reading both of them when they come in. 
You can get some very good overseas-based magazines, and the advantage with these is when you're trying to find out information about the latest and greatest gear, the US-based magazines in particular tend to publish that information first. Um, I must admit I still prefer the Australian-based magazines, but I also enjoy reading some of the equipment articles out of the American-based one. Uh, An American-based magazine is not that expensive, so that's Backpacker magazine. There is, I will make mention of a UK-based magazine, which is the Great Outdoors magazine. I was a subscriber for 12 months, but it actually works out quite expensive. Uh, it's around about $160, $170 mark when you, by the time you landed into Australia. So it's it's while it's a good magazine, it just doesn't compare in cost uh, compared to the other magazines we've gone through and mentioned. Getting onto the equipment base in this sort of category, things like the Catadyne Be Free uh, water bottle slash filter. Uh, and I think most hikers will find a use for this at around about the $70 price mark. For me, I tend to use it to uh, uh, fill up my water bladder and use it as a filter unit, and it works quite well. Um, I'm up for one of these this Christmas because we had one and God knows where it's gone. It's somewhere in the house. We just we think it is at we least. We think anyway. it is. <laughs> we just can't find it. Uh, it's not where the gear or it normally sits. So we've got a bit of a clean up to do this weekend, and hopefully we'll find it. Otherwise, I'm up for a new one of these. And I really do like them. They're a good unit. In this sort of category is the MSR Carbon Core tent pegs. Now these tent pegs are not cheap. Uh, uh, a pack of pegs will set you up back around about $56, but they weigh about six grams each. So if the if you've got someone that's an ultralight hiker um, and you're not hiking in sand all the time, these are a really good tent peg. I also find them quite useful for very rocky soil because they're actually quite easy to get in. Um, and as I said, I'll always carry at least four of these on a trip the weight is so minimal and they do the job really well. The next in this category is the Petzl E-Light, which is around about $53. Petzl uh, promote this light as a backup light, but again, a lot of ultralight hikers will use this as their main torch. Um, I like it quite quite a lot. Um, if I know I'm going to be doing night hiking, I will carry a more powerful head torch. If I know I'm not going to be doing night hiking, I'll carry one of these. So they do a quite good job providing you know what you're going to be using it for. They're also a good spare torch to have as well, so even if you just sit it under the kitchen sink for when the power goes out. And the last uh, thing we're going to look at in this in this uh, price category is the Dijon Tattoo Naked Topography Knife. Now, Dijon knives are a French knife. They are an artwork as well as being a knife. They really are very attractive. Um, I'm not normally a knife carrier, um, but I was very happy to be gifted this one, uh, and I t- and I started taking it on all my hikes. Um, I don't have a lot of use for knives. I tend to use it for th- cutting things like cheese and food, uh, but I found it such a lightweight, easy-to-use knife, and it looks really good. So most hikers would be very happy to receive these. Uh, and this particular model is around about the $90 mark. They have cheaper versions, and they have more expensive versions. So it's a matter of picking one you think that your hiking uh, friend would like. And they are really quite attractive. I mean, they are, they're definitely um, a little bit of an artwork as well. 
Now, going up to the starting to get into the expensive category here, the $100 to $500 category. And this is, this is quite a broad sort of category. And once again, I will say you really don't want to start buying gifts in this area unless you know that your person that you're going to give it to really does want this product. So it might be a bit hard to surprise them. Um, but having said that, though, you know, for new hikers uh, who aren't quite sure what they want, uh, I'm sure they'd appreciate a gift in this sort of category. Uh, this is starting to get up into the larger pieces of equipment. So things like the Jetboil Minimo. We now own six stoves, and this is certainly one of them. And this is the main one we tend to use when we are going hiking to, as a couple. Uh, it's a bit of overkill for one person. Uh, very good stove, very easy to use. I've been really happy with it. Um, but as I said, it's more a two-person stove rather than the one person. Uh, Price-wise, around about the $240 mark. I didn't know that we had six stoves, Tim, but thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, now we're on to the sleeping mats. Uh, and one of the most recognised model of sleeping mat in the world hiking market is the Thermarest Neo Air X-Lite. This is an extremely lightweight mat, uh, nice and comfortable, it is very noisy, so it does put a lot of people off. Um, but I've been using mine now for over two years. I don't hear the noise anymore. Um, I'm sure it annoys everybody else. Uh, but I must admit, I prefer not to sleep in hiking shelters. I prefer to stay outside uh, by myself or with Jill. Um, so we tend to uh, uh, not bother people with this because it is quite crinkly. It folds down to almost nothing. It is very small and very lightweight, as I said. But price is around about the $400 mark. Uh, so it is probably, if it's not, it's not the dearest sleeping mat on the market. Uh, Thermarest have a more expensive model on the market. But this is probably one of the best known and best used uh, mats. It is quite noisy. Uh, there is a noisier mat on the market. We won't talk about that one. Um, but I do, you know, when we are in a shelter, uh, with other people, I do wonder what they think about um, Tim's tossing and turning on his noisy mat, um, and maybe they're distracted for a little bit from his snoring. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, we're in trouble. <laughs> and the, the last uh, item in this category is the um, is the personal locator beacons. So if you're into solo hiking, or even if you're hiking as a couple or as a group. You're going to remote areas where there's no phone signal. You don't have a radio. Um, you know, this sort of item is something that people should be carrying. Uh, and the one we tend to use is the KTI Safety Alert, um, uh, SAG, oh, SA2G. Um, it's priced around about the $260 mark. So it's one of the cheaper mo uh, models on the market. Um, and... Typically, you'll find uh, not this one model that is not carried by a lot of stores, uh, so you may have to go looking, uh, but it does the job. Uh, you know, and as I said, we, we've never actually used this, so we assume it does the job quite well, but it has a very good reputation, and hopefully we'll never have to use it. Now on to the last category, and this is what we've classed as the no limit or prices is not a, not an, uh, not a limiting factor here. And again, as I mentioned before with the previous category, in this bracket, you 
really are, uh, you can either get it very, very right or very, very wrong. So I would recommend if you're planning on buying, if you're a non-hiker, planning on buying your partner or your friend one of the, a product uh, out of this category, make sure you know that they, that's what they want. And I think, you know, this is an interesting one because it's not that hard, um, particularly as Christmas um, approaches. Um, people do give a lot of hints. Um, and even if uh, Christmas isn't approaching, they've probably said something in the past about some bit of kit that they're really uh, interested in or, um, you know, every time they go into an outdoor st- store, they gravitate to the, you know, the same corner and and look longingly at something. So, you know, talk to them, listen and watch watch what they do, watch what they go and, um, uh, you know, check out in the stores. Now, the first item we're going to talk about in this category is the Garmin InReach. Um, this is a combined GPS. So if you're, uh, and for the non-hiker, that's basically a navigation device uh, and, a, and, a, and a device to log your hikes. Um, it's also a personal locator beacon. Now, it's has its advantages and disadvantages, and one of those is uh, one of the disadvantages is price at around about six hundred and eighty dollars. To use the um, personal locator beacon function, there is a subscription service which you need to pay for over on top of that. And for me, um, my unit um, for the first year, which was the purchase price plus the actual. Um, uh, ongoing um, a subscription. I, I haven't got the cheaper subscription. I've got a uh, a mid-range subscription based on what I do. Is around about the eleven hundred dollar mark. So certainly in the first year, you are spending a lot of money on this unit, um, and the price will obviously drop off as you're not having to buy this each year. The big plus of this item, at least for me, is it's a two-way communication device. So even when mobile phones don't work, you're able to get a text message out to family and friends back home. Um, so if uh, if you really want to keep in contact with your loved one on the trail, this is the best option to go for. And there is a cheap. There, there's two models here. The one I'm talking about is the top of the range. There is a slightly cheaper model which has less features. So um, if you don't want to go the full hog on this one, the cheaper version is is also available. Uh, and there's also a, a mini version, which is cheaper again, but you lose some additional features out of that. But yeah, it's expensive. It's a, it's a very good present, and it's probably a present for both the giver and the receiver. Um, but it's up to you to decide whether you'd want to spend that much money and whether you think what you're getting for it is actually worth it. And certainly from my perspective, uh, when Tim was on the Bibbleman track, um, being able to track him and um, zoom in and have a look at the kind of terrain he was wandering through. So it was the comfort of knowing uh, where he was and that he was moving, but also that insight into what he was experiencing at the time and uh, potentially how he might be feeling about that. So it it was a really um, uh, valued um, item from my perspective and, as as Tim said, you know, it's for the giver and the receiver. Now, the last two items in this sort of category, and we haven't, we've only listed three, uh, are both shelters or tents. 
Um, and these are both tents that we've used, and we, we do own one of these. And the first is the Big Agnes Copper Spur uh, HVUL2. This is a great two-person tent. Um, and in, in this case, I would say it's a two-person tent for a couple that are together. Um, um, cozy cozy yeah so it's it's not the sort of thing you'd want to take with friends who you don't mind snuggling up to there's not a lot of room to sort of get away from each other so friends you don't mind snuggling up to or friends that you don't want to snuggle yeah i think probably friends that you don't want to snuggle up to so if you're going hiking with a friend who you don't have that sort of relationship with um, maybe this is not the tent for you or maybe you will by the time you finish yeah. the hike. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a great couple's tent um, uh, unless you want that bit of extra space, and we've been very happy with it. The other, uh, This is uh, priced at around about $650, um, and it's a very lightweight tent with, tent with lots of features. The second shelter in this category is the MSR Hubba Hubba Tent. And this is one of the, um, along with the Copper Spur, these two tents are probably, uh, these two tents are very well known worldwide. And the MSR Hubba Hubba um, has been around for years. Um, it has more features than the Copper Spur. Um, it's marginally more expensive at around about $690 mark. It's not as light, but it is a tent that I would probably recommend for people, a couple that either wants more space or a two hikers who aren't that friendly, who want a bit more space and a bit more room. Um, you've got the option with this tent of sleeping head to feet, whereas the copper spur really you both have to have your uh, sleeping mats up the same direction. It's it's that's the way it's designed. Um, I like this tent and I like the copper spur. Um, really, it's a matter of what you want out of a tent, um, and you need to decide is are you looking for the lightest weight tent you can get in this sort of category? And there are others. Uh, and there are others that are lighter. Um, or are you after something with lots of features that are, that's robust um, and going to give you a bit of space to move around? So um, have a look at both these two. They're very good options uh, and very and two, one, two tents that I'd be very happy to recommend. Okay, um, just a, one Final thing before I finish off on today's episode, uh, you'll have to forgive us. We, as we started to record this podcast, <laughs> there's a thunderstorm going on in the background. So I think I've managed to get most of the uh, thunder out of the, uh, the the podcast, but I won't be sure until I do the final work on it. It's a bit of atmosphere. I think. It, it yeah. is. It is. Um, and um, as we this podcast goes to air. We're um, getting towards the end of November and the end of our second birthday celebrations. Um, the first prize, uh, which was uh, drawn earlier in the week, uh, which was a um, for a um, uh, a meal pack from Campus Pantry. Uh, the person who received that um, um, was very happy to be be told he was the winner. Um, we just need to post that off over the next week or so once he's back home again from, from his trip. We currently have a um, another competition running at the time of this podcast release, which is in mid-November 2018, and that's a chance to win a Thermarest um, uh, 
sleeping mat, not the X-Lite, which we mentioned earlier in this podcast, but still a very good sleeping mat. Um, and to find out how to enter into that uh, that chance to win this uh, sleeping mat, go online to our Facebook page um, and um, find out the details about how you can get a chance to win this. Uh, and this this one will be announced in next week's uh, uh, podcast episode. Okay, that's all for today's episode. We hope this has provided a bit of thought about some of the presents you can buy yourself or your hiking partner or friend. Um, as always, this podcast episode is available to download through our website at www.australianhiker.com.au through SoundCloud, through Stitcher, through Spotify, uh, and through iTunes. And if you have the chance, please go through and rate us on iTunes. Next week's episode, um, we are hoping to interview um, someone on a new, I won't say new trail, but a little-known long-distance hiking trail uh, that many of you may not be aware exists in New South Wales. So um, providing that goes ahead, that will be online next Wednesday. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me. Anyway, I was going to be able to get it out. The other uh, gift idea in this category, and this is priced at around about the $27 mark, yeah, it is It is quite noisy. Um, I do think there's a noisier one on the market, so we won't talk about that one. Uh, and, for, and they're great for those of us for work reasons who can't wear metal wedding band, uh, metal... And this is a... Uh, we own we now.